Good morning. It's your boys, T-Bone. Oh, thank you, for, thank you for trying to get that off the ground because I've been trying for months to get T-Bone off the ground. I even wrote it in wet cement when my, when my lounge room was uh, cemented over. So now I've got T-Bone written in the floor of my lounge room. But uh, I think you're the only one that's getting it going. Ah, it's all uh, good, T-Bone. C-section. <laughs> C-section. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's your morning with uh, T-Bone and C-section. Uh, you are on sin 90.7. This is Saturday warmings. Ooh. It's just gone 10 a.m. and we are waking you guys up with a handful of light and breezy, light and easy, not sponsored by Luke Hodge topics to get you into your Saturday. Not sponsored by Luke Hodge. Took me a little second to, uh, <laughs> the cogs were clicking, uh, yeah, as they were turning over, but... um. Today, what a great show we've got lined up. We're going to be talking about uh, a little bit of Kanye West. We're going to be talking about Groove in the Moo, um, because I know later on today you're actually heading to Groove in the Moo. I am, yeah. In Bendigo. I so am. It's getting it's skedaddling straight out of the studio, <laughs> uh, getting on the train, getting up there as soon as possible to get back up home to Bendigo, because we are Bendigo boys. But we are going to be talking about uh, the Groove in the Moo that was before Bendigo. Uh, yes. Uh, awesome. It was in Canberra, and some of the stuff that went down there in regards to pill testing. So we're going to be having a bit of a serious discussion about that if we can keep it serious. We're also going to be talking about uh, the little stinky, stinky thing that uh, happened during the week here at RMIT, Yep. Uh, where we broadcast out of, and we do go we, to uni as yeah. well. Uh, so stick around for that, because we're going to be chatting uh, stinky things. Before that, we're going to jump into a little song to ease you into it. It's mm. Evelyn E. De Morris's song, The Body Appears. You're on Sin 90.7 with Tal and Caleb. That was Evelyn E. De Morris right there with The Body Appears off her latest record which was put out by Milk Records, if you know Courtney Barnett and Jen Cloa. That's the one that they run together. Uh, actually saw Evelyn l- a couple of weeks ago in a record shop. Oh, nice. Did you say hi? I did not. Uh, I also saw Courtney Barnett and Jen Cloa in the same record shop. I, I, again, no, <laughs> I did not. I was uh, just... Fle- Maybe was one next of those- record store day next year. <laughs> <laughs> you might. Please it was, hello. It was uh, one of those moments where I was... Standing there, and you've got Jen Cloa, just like just rock rocker, just yeah. so cool. Courtney Barnett, same, but just like fourteen years younger. Yeah, um, love both their mu- music, albums, everything about them. Mm-hmm. I think they're just incredible. Watching them on stage together is uh, a pleasure. And I'm flicking through records, and I, that thought goes through my head, kind of like where, just you know, for example, say you're on a flight, right, yeah. and you've got you sit down. Maybe we're flying business class for once. Maybe, uh, maybe this whole radio thing works out for us, and uh, one day hey. find business class. And we sit down next to, I don't know, the Hoff. <laughs> and maybe, maybe got David Hasselhoff sitting next to you, yeah, and, okay. and Baywatch, because I feel like Baywatch is the kind of thing that Qantas would have on the, one of their flights. Uh-huh. It comes up as like a featured movie, <laughs> and he's looking over your shoulder, like, do you, do you click it? Do you play it? Or do you? Hey, mate. What do you think of this one? <laughs> So that's but it's pretty, pretty crap. <laughs> so that's like that's the thought that's running through my head. Do I flip through a record, pull out Jen Cloll's album from last year and be like, what you Courtney, what do you recommend? This is pretty good. Overrated. Overrated, underrated. Um and yeah, I just I just completely chickened out. I, uh. I was a bit overawed by the moment to be honest. And I didn't I didn't really know what to do. But we were gonna we were gonna talk whiffy things. Um, That's coming up after this. It is coming up after this. I might have been, I was so nervous, I might have been a little bit whiffy. (laughs) But yeah, coming up after this song (laughs) right now, which is Anderson Pack, The Bird. We are going to be talking whiffy things after the Durian attack at RMIT during the week. You're on Saturday Warmings with Tal and Caleb. 
Anderson Pack right there with the bird. He did release a little video of him and his mate, uh, the producer Knowledge. Together they are No Worries. They okay. released a killer album last year called Yes Loud. I'm pretty sure it's cool. And so, yeah, they released a little little snippet, little animation of the two of them. So potentially new music coming from those guys. So stay tuned. But right now, I don't know. We're in the RMIT buildings now. That's where we broadcast from. Are you are you still feeling the residue of last week's chemical attack? <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. All the buildings have been decimated by the chemical attack. <laughs> I just, we're broadcasting with no roof above ca- Yeah, it came to uni last week and it was just a smouldering heap. <laughs> Um, well, um, so you, so you would think uh, from the state. I've never been to Chernobyl, uh, Chernobyl, <laughs> but I, that's what I imagine it would it'd be like, mate. We should just uh, we should get copyright on running running tours out of here. <laughs> yeah, in the in the in the in the exclusion zone yeah. here at RMIT. This was the studio that uh, Tal and Caleb, or T Bone and C Section, <laughs> they were known, used to host their Saturday warming show, <laughs> and boy, was it good. Yeah, before they succumbed to the deadly gas, which. If anybody was following the news, it made it made international news. Yeah. Which, you know, for RMIT, you know, for RMIT, it's it's an international university. It does a lot of great stuff. Probably has a lot of neurosurgeons curing brains and neurons. Yeah, probably. probably got like engineers, engineering. It's got some radio hosts. Yeah, got some radio <laughs> hosts doing cool stuff. But we make it onto the national international news for a gas leak. Mm. <laughs> we wouldn't actually no, we wouldn't have made it on for a gas leak. We met it on for a fruit leak. Yeah. Yeah. So for anyone that doesn't know, uh, it was a rotting durian, which is a fruit that um, obviously caused the whole of uh, RMIT to be evacuated. And durians, for context, are known as the king of the fruits. Really? Yeah. Their smell is likened to that of (laughs) feces. Bloody stinky nappies. (laughs) Is it really? They're banned in Singapore. You cannot have it. Because Singapore is pretty clean. (laughs) <laughs> but you can't you can't have them in Singapore. They're that bad. Wow. Yeah. But you know we've been that was pretty whiffy. Yeah. But there's been there's been some other whiffy things going on this week around the country, uh, which we thought maybe we'd bring up yeah, because yeah. this the durian really has overshadowed what has been a whiffy whiffy week for the mm. country. Well, I'll start it off. There's been um, you know pretty pretty bad time bad week for the the state of the AFL game. Uh, a, lo- a lot of it. Oop. Oh, that AFL, very whiffy. <laughs> Gil McLaughlin's been eating baked beans for brekkie. Very whiffy. <laughs> You've got Bomber Thompson, very stinky boy. Ooh. Bomber Thompson's house, mate. Ooh, he, he's smellier. <laughs> he's, he's rolled around in muck for a while. Um, the two of those people. I'll give you another. Uh, Ross Lyon, if we're going to stay on the AFL theme. Ross Lyon, bit of hush money and with him with Gil McLaughlin. Yeah. Doesn't smell too good. No, not at all. He's I'd, a whiffy boy. I'd argue worse than a durian. Yeah. Ross Lyon, you're worse than you. Yeah, you're worse than a durian, Ross Lyon, and I, I think that's probably, that's probably not the worst the har- thing he's heard all week. Oh, I'd pro- I, look, I'm probably not the harsher criticism that's gone his way this week. But you know what, Ross, if you're listening, bloody king of the fruits, mate, and that's not a good thing either. Um, people sitting in the chairs for the banking royal commission. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> they would be absolutely packing it. They've been answering. They've been getting very whiffy. There've been uh, there have been reports of some nervous squeaks of the most insidious types. So, yeah, those those bloody bankers. Oof, we're very whiffy people. Actually, I've got one more, one more. absolute was, stinker for you. I couldn't think of anything else that smelled too bad. Oh well, mate, I'll studio. give you something. Ever been to IKEA? Oh, been there. After you've gone, after you followed all the arrows, you know, yeah. say go this way, go that way, and you're like, don't tell me what to do, but you, <laughs> but you do it anyway because you're a bloody you're just a human being in the in the world. Um, you get to the end of the little food court, 
Mm. Smells pretty good. It's right? good. Got the meatballs. Swedish meatballs, correct? Yeah. Wrong. They're not. This is where whole, the whole of Sweden is stinking up the place. The whole of Sweden, you're stinking uh, up the Scandinavian region because... They're not Swedish meatballs. They're not Swedish meatballs. They're Turkish. <laughs> Some Sweden governmental department just tweeted out of the blue the other day that the Swedish meatballs, which are the pride and joy... Exactly, of a nation... <laughs> Of a bloody nation, or actually, they were bought back by some king. Can IKEA back to Sweden from, from Turkey in the 1800s? I don't know. Sweden are coming back from this. Nah. You've given us IKEA. You've given us Lego, you, and obviously, you've given us meatballs, but they're fake. <laughs> you've given us fake meat meatballs. Coming up, though, we're going to be talking about Groove in the Moo, as we said earlier. You're heading off there later today, and then after that, we're going to be talking a bit of Kanye. But before then, let's jump into a word from one of our very very trusty sponsors. They're the reason we can come on air every single week. Mm-hmm. That's our favourite sponsors with a wink. You are on Saturday Warmings with Tal and Caleb. Stick around. Hello, it's Gary here from Gary's Ladders. We are a family-run business with me and my stepson, Tim. I get him to call me Step Ladder. That's just a little joke that we have. Shut up! You're not my real Step Ladder! <laughs> oh, anyway... Look, the funds have dried up for practical demos on TV of my 147 different ladder combinations. So we've decided to get on the radio to tell you all about our wonderful ladder... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No! Ah! Oh, my mortal enemy of any ladder salesman has appeared. It's a snake, and it's just rolled two sixes. Oh, I'm done for. But with my 147 ladder combinations, I should be safe up here, seeing as I've got my ladder on snake repellent mode. No, 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 it's climbable ladder. It's... it's climbable. You are on 90.7. It's your boys, T-Bone C-section. <laughs> Stuck. <laughs> <laughs> We're making it stick. We're making it stick. Uh, if you want to help us make it stick, get on our Facebook, get on our Instagram, Saturday Warmings. But right now, scan. I've got a little something for you. Yeah. And I will tell you in a sec, after I just let everybody know that the last song that played was by Jack Ladder and the Dreamlanders, uh, White Flag. Thank you, because I was edging to find out what that song was. It was, it was a very, very smooth and nice song that you've picked there. It was so, lovely. Nice one there, T-Bone. <laughs> Thanks, C-Section. But I do... I've, I've got a little something for you. So... Is it a gift? It's... Look. <laughs> you bought me a present. <laughs> oh, man. No, but, but I mean... No, it's embarrassing. <laughs> I didn't get you a gift. I'll get you afterwards. Oh, you're making this so good because... Ladies and gentlemen, I have not told Caleb this story yet. I've been holding on to this. I was meant to tell him last week, Ooh, and I totally forgot. Get comfy. I, I completely blanked last week, so I've let it stew a little bit more. It hasn't made the story any better or worse, because the damage has already been done. A uh, couple of weeks ago, um, Caleb, and as soon as I tell you this, you're going to know what, what's, what's going on. Uh-huh. You, uh, We both go to RMIT, as we, yep. as we mentioned already today. And Durian Story. Durian Story. Yeah, we go to a, sti- we go to a stinky university. Yeah. Um, university <laughs> is stink here at RMIT. <laughs> and... One thing that you have when you're at university to get you into doors, to get you into classes, to get yes. you on online maybe is a student card. Yeah, yeah, I lost mine. You, yeah, you lost yours recently. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh boy, here we go. Yeah, you lost your student card recently. Bucks. Just a measly twenty five. Yeah, bucks to get pretty, a pretty steep, pretty steep. Um, so, Scan, I got a little, got a little <laughs> gift for you that I found in my wallet. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> It's you your, yeah. it's your student <laughs> card. Where, where? I don't know. I don't know when Star we maybe. Up? I think maybe uh, might have been doing some printing with it or something. And okay. I don't know. I found. <laughs> I've, I've got your student card, and I'm not gonna lie. 
I found it <laughs> and I forgot to tell you. And then you sent a message into our group chat <laughs> saying, man, just, uh, just ping 25 bucks on a new student ID. And I saw it and I thought, there's no way I'm telling him that I've still got his student ID. So I've, I've used this a couple of times at uni. I've con- consecutively... So that's I've, where my print credits are That's gone. where your print credits go. So you, not only do you owe me $25, you owe me... $70 <laughs> in print credit. <laughs> I was wondering why you were just handing out posters for our show to randoms at university the other day. Uh, do, I was flying the show pretty hard I mean, on your print credit. The credit card for our show is not that... Like, it doesn't stretch that far. So I was questioning, but... Okay, yeah. No, that's... I'm, uh, so I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hand... I've got two, um, two student IDs, but only one that proves that I'm a Rusu member um, from 27. So that's that means a lot. I mean, I hope you haven't thrown down on a new uh, student <laughs> union membership as well. <laughs> no, no. I, I mean, like, I do apologise from, the, no, from the bottom of my heart. I don't, is there any way that I could, I don't know, make it up to you? Or uh, Let me have a think over a song and uh, we'll, we'll come up with some way <laughs> that you can pay me back. All right. Um, look, we're going to listen to Fade Into You. This is by Mazzy Star. Shout out to, to Kat, who got me into this one, because Mazzy Star is coming to play up in Sydney at a festival up there. Uh, been listening to them a bit lately. You're going to go to Sydney to watch them? No, no definitely not. Sydney. Sorry, Kat, you're great. <laughs> um, but uh, we're not going to Sydney, I don't think. Uh, so it's a long way, and I'd much rather stay in <laughs> Melbourne, but you're on Saturday warmings with Tal and Caleb. This is Mazzy Star. You're on Sin 90.7. You're with T-Bone and C-Section. We're going to keep ramming home yeah. those nicknames all morning. I'm loving it. Thank you. Uh, this is Saturday Warmings, and right then was Mazzy Star, but now we're going to be chatting about Groove in the Moo, where I'm off to a little bit later on. I'm going to be skedaddling out of the studio. Gosh, you're not leaving yourself very much time, are you? No, nah, mate. I'm, uh, I'm going to be getting straight out of here <laughs> from this live broadcast and getting straight up Great. to so Bendigo. Great, all the podcasting to me. That's fun. Oh, righto, mate. Okay. And I'll be... No, again, I'm not, again, I'm as it. usual, keep it off air, mate. <laughs> All right, I know we've got our grievances, but we've been a counselling. ID card, mate. You don't have much leverage at the moment. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't give you your ID card back until you'd already paid for a new one, but that was on me. Okay. All right. But I'm going to groove in the moo, and you're not. So don't be salty about it, mate. Okay. Just one thing. One thing that has come out of the Canberra groove in the moo is uh, the introduction of pill testing. Now, this is huge news. Uh, it's the first time in Australia that um, legally pills have been able to be tested. If I'm not wrong. Yeah, absolutely right there. Uh, it is the first time, and it's in the ACT as well. We're a bit more pro- progressive, uh, yeah. I suppose. And look... Look at Malcolm Turnbull. He's pretty progressive. It, all right, Peter Dutton. <laughs> progressive guy. Well, uh, speaking of, this is something that Corey Bernardi had to say about the matter. Uh, okay. These drugs are illegal. They're not safe to take, no matter whether they're cut with baking soda or you know a bit of cement powder. It's, um, I think it sends entirely the wrong message. And if you're talking about harm minimisation and you want to make a practical difference in health outcomes, then you'd start to address uh, smoking and uh, perhaps the government should legalise vaping, to be frank, because it is... I knew uh, you were going to try and get that in somehow. Well, because it's a much safer thing and it would have a proven outcome uh, rather than tampering or suggesting that we should be endorsing illegal substances. So, Corey Bernardi right there being very... uh very Corey Bernardi about it and mm. saying that these drugs are illegal, you shouldn't take them, uh, but we should actually take steps to um, reduce the risk of s- normal smoking, uh, smoking cigarettes by legalising vaping. So, I don't know, maybe Corey Bernardi <laughs> likes a little vape, a little, yeah. little Corey Bernardi vape niche. Yeah, uh, along with the- his YouTube channel, it's um, Corey Bernardi bro. <laughs> vape boy, vape bros. Vape nation one niche, just yeah, going hand vape in hand. Nation, yeah, I like it. <laughs> 
<laughs> Vape One Nation. But yeah, look, Corey Bernardi's not down on it. And Corey Bernardi's take on it is that drugs are illegal and therefore drugs should not be taken. Which, look, I see his point. Yeah. And obviously we are at Sin and we here at Sin, Sin and everybody else, uh, we do not condone the use of drugs in any shape or form. Um, but we are talking about the benefits of harm minimization techniques, which this pill testing is, because I think it's pretty clear to see um, from studies around the world yep. that um, pill testing can have its uh, advantages. So from a junkie article that I was reading, I uh, got a few interesting little pointers about yep. this. So Hit me with them. One in 10 Australians have tried um, the drug MDMA. Yep. So that's... One in uh, ten. One in ten have tried it. So that's ten wow. percent of the population. This is going off um, this article by Junkie. Um, and according, does that surprise you? That's it does surprise me. Yeah. me. It's, it's really a high. It's, it's a, a really high amount. And according to the European Monitoring Centre for Drug for Drugs and Drug Addiction, pill testing was taking place in the Netherlands as early as 1992, okay. before the idea spread to other countries. So back then, the Dutch government took the radical approach of launching the official drug te- checking service. DIMS, Drug Information and Monitoring System, to answer like a few kind of key questions mm-hmm. about uh, the, the the use of drugs. So they wanted to know what drugs were out there. They wanted to know what the trends in drug use were and what were the health risks associated with those drugs. Now, from the Canberra Groove and the Moo, there's already been, uh, they tested two pills there and it was found to have like a lethal, um, and obviously, wow. obviously um, drugs are not healthy for you. Yep. You know, MDMA is not healthy for you. Um, but there were chemicals in there which were had the potential to be lethal and could have killed somebody. So, like two lives saved. <laughs> Correct. Could be. Two lives saved. Wow. And also, um, the thing that these kind of methods actually can also do is they can track... So, so the, the, the one in Canberra has uh, confirmed to police that there has been an introduction of a certain kind of chemical into the market. So they know that this is out right. there now. So can, you can... Yep. Law enforcement and drug enforcement can use these to track the spread of these kind of dangerous chemicals. So, for example, in the Netherlands, they had uh, a bad batch of yep. stuff that was lethal and was killing people, uh, sadly. And they were able to see that, able to have them tested, and people's lives were saved. The same batch was in England, obviously with no kind of services like that available, people actually died from it. So, right. look, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's something that obviously when you look at the situation as being cut and dry, it's like drugs are illegal. Why should we encourage them in any way? Yeah, It's a tough one because I can definitely understand that argument as well. I mm-hmm. think um, having this, this party there that is saying, hey, if you're doing drugs, we'll, we'll test them, um, sends a message that maybe it is a green light for drug taking. But at the same time, if we're talking harm minimization, I think it's um, you can't you can't be black and white with this. I think there has to be concessions made on either side. I think it's good. Exactly, and we know a lot of people our age, and obviously our age is the demographic that is um, mm. that is the most at risk with these kind of activities. And you know, I know a lot of people out there that do it. Okay, that's 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 just a part of the youth culture yep. of today. And was it one in ten? One in ten, exactly. Yep. One in ten Australians. So, you know. If it can help people that I know to be a little bit safer and potentially throw those drugs in the bin, you know, which they supply there, 
you know, maybe that's a step forward. But maybe Corey Bernard is right, and maybe we just <laughs> need to focus on getting vapes legalised. Yeah. Who knows? First vapes, and then we'll get into pill testing. First vapes, and then pill testing. That's Corey Bernardi's agenda that he's taking <laughs> to the next election. He's running on a vape ticket. <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, let's jump into a song, because as we said, you have to get to groove in the move very, very I gotta shortly. Skedaddle. i got to get out of here. <laughs> let's jump into uh, Uncle Tony's brand new Firebird. This song is Soothe Sayer. You're on Saturday Warmings with your boys, T-Bone and C-Section. Oh, God, we call it, we're Tyler and Caleb. But if you want to call us T-Bone and C-Section, go right ahead. Sin 90.7. You're on scene 9.7. This is Saturday Warmings with Tal and Caleb. You just heard Uncle Tony's brand new Firebird with Soothe Sayer. We're all about soothing you mm, into the morning. We really into are. Into the weekend, even. Let's go that. Uh, been a big week for Kanye West. <laughs> Mate, it's been a big week for all of us. But especially Kanye West. Yeah, uh, you Kanye, right. West. <laughs> Kanye West has recently gotten back on Twitter. And Tal, you're a huge Kanye West fan. Oh, bloody um, love, man. Oh, testing week for you? Testing with... Testing week. Testing week. Uh, love Kanye as a musician. Love him as a person. Agree with absolutely everything he's saying. Everyone's all like down on Kanye. I'm not sure what that's, a, <laughs> not sure what that's about. Slow down because I'm a huge musical fan. I think he's got some fantastic albums uh, and I'm very excited for his newest album to come out soon. But off the field, uh, he's got a few problems. Off the field, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you could you, you could you could say that. I don't know. Uh, I think, but I think you really just got to read into read into his tweets. And well, what, what he's about saying. like yeah? You know, he's come out and he supported Donald Trump. So I mean, they're Dragon Brothers. Uh, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Shouldn't put me on the spot like this, man. You got to give him time to prepare. Oh, look, I, 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 I can't argue him out of that one. That's one point. It's one point to you, all right? One point to the to the Kanye negatives, all right? Um, what about, you know, he's been tweeting some weirdly inspirational things that are, you know, most fear is learned. Um, energy meetings, being from all different backgrounds. Like, who does he think he is? He's <laughs> playing Kanye West, mate. I mean, yeah, he's musical, but it's not like it's patronising. It's like, oh, you know, love well, someone. Okay. We are programmed <laughs> to always talk and fight race issues. We need to update the conversation. There's a lot going on. Why, um, why, why, right, I've got a couple for you. Okay, give maybe me some... the, a couple of tweets that are maybe a little bit more uplifting. You can say anything as long as you put the right emoji next to it. <laughs> Actually, no, that kind of works against me. Sorry. No, ne- uh, next one. Next yeah, one. Next. Uh, burn that Excel spreadsheet from the job that I work in. <laughs> Hell yeah, burn the Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> Trust your feelings. Stop thinking so much. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe we can take that on board. Um, so what? is that sorry? Is that a point to point to me? Yeah. All right. Yeah, great. Uh, let's go 4-1 then. Uh, what about this one? Um, in the TMZ interview, he said that, uh, you know, he questioned the sla- whether slaves, you know, black slaves, whether they had a choice. For 300 years, he said, that doesn't sound like, a, that doesn't sound like slavery to me. That sounds like more of a choice. Uh, defendi- defendable? Next. Sorry. Uh, I'll use my phone a friend, actually. Actually, no, you know what? Um, here's one tweet from Kanye. I've got a new challenge for everyone today. Okay. Pick somebody that you've had an argument with that you think you hate. Maybe even someone okay. you haven't spoke to in years. Yeah, I got someone. And contact that person and tell them I love you. Why don't Why don't you um, do that? Have you got anybody in mind? Yeah, I actually do. I've got someone. Uh, yeah. Let's, hey, let's call them on air. All right. So you, you've got somebody. You just you, you know what you're going to do. You're ready to go. You're going to call them right now on air. Well, as I said, big. I was a big Kanye West fan. Let's try and give him a call. Oh. <laughs> you got his number? <laughs> yeah, well. Sorry, uh, I, went, I went to you his run, easy show. <laughs> you run in some pretty cool circles. Yeah. yeah.
Hey, good morning, Kanye. <laughs> Thanks for the advice, Kanye. Jeez, uh, I, I thought he doesn't like mornings. What you preach, Kanye. Yeah, practice what he you preach. doesn't. Ugh. Right, I don't know. I don't know. There's been a lot of stuff said this week. I think I don't even know if that was Kanye's number. I must have the wrong number. Yeah, don't think it was Kanye. Don't worry about it. Um, that's embarrassing. Yeah, that's really embarrassing. Far that's, out. Uh, we disturbed him, and he was not happy about it. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Let's play. Any uh, uh, tight. Arrow, let's play it. Yeah. Let's get out of here. Let's do it. <laughs> Saturday warmings with Tal and Caleb. You just heard Body Type with their song Arrow. Saw them the other night, actually, Caleb, went and saw Alex Cameron over at the Ooh. Croxton. And I tell you what, Alex Cameron puts on a good show. Body Type put on a great show. But the so Body man... Type opened for Alex Cameron? Body Type did open for Alex Cameron. See? They are really great. Uh, female four-piece out of WA, I think. Nice. Just so cool. So cool. But the man that seals the show each and every time... Uh, that I've seen Alex Cameron or heard of people going to see Alex Cameron is his saxophonist, yes. his business partner, Mr. Roy Malloy. Uh, and every show, this is a spoiler for anyone who goes to an Alex Cameron show, but uh, Roy does review a stool at every Alex Cameron show. So he his little get up on stage, he um, he sits with his sax, and and when he's when he's not when he's not playing his sax, he just kind of sits and and looks off just above the crowd. Just above Ireland, just looks off into the distance while he's not, while he's not throwing down on the sacks. But when his time comes, yeah, he will get up and he will, uh, he will shred the sacks. But as a bit of an interlude in the show, while uh, uh, instruments get retuned and the like, he will rate the stool. And the other night at the Croxton, she was a real beaut, according to according good, to Roy. Good stool, great stool, sturdy, sturdy. <laughs> A little bit of rust, but that's the sign of a good uh, of a good stool, okay. according to Roy. It was it was nice and and, and squishy. It was lovely. Yeah, right. It was a really, it was, yeah, but it was a great show. Yeah, not a huge Alex Cameron fan myself, but um, I'd go to hear a, hear a stool review. You'd go for Roy? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, well, I mean, that's why he's his business partner and his, and his associate. <laughs> that's why he, he gets tickets <laughs> flying out the door. Yeah. Um, Scan the other day, I was, uh, I had a weird situation. Fraudulent, Okay. some would say. And I think it's something that around this time of year perhaps would occur more, more often than not. And this is, we're, in, we're in a bit of a, a, a time in the moment uh, where we have a little bit too much of something, uh, and that something is Anzac Bickies. Ah, uh, okay. Now, not too much, but uh, I think if you tracked Anzac biscuit consumption, <laughs> you've got to be off the charts. You've got to <laughs> yeah. be off the charts around this time of year, yeah. kind of like chocolate at Easter and, you know, candy canes in Christmas and... Mm, yeah. Uh, mandarins in winter. <laughs> Do you want to just keep naming seasonal <laughs> seasonal fruit and veg for a while? Sure. Oh, bloody mangoes in the summer. Nectarines in the summer. <laughs> uh, avocados right now. Yeah. They are flying out the door. Yeah. Um, hats in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> Sunscreen. Beds at night time. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Anzac biscuits. Yeah, Anzac bickies. Um, very popular. Late, uh, April. Very popular around. What's that day of the year called? What's... What's um, the day of the year? Anzac Day. Oh, yeah, yeah, Anzac Day. Very popular around that, that day of the year. They're great. I and, can go at Anzac Bickie right now. Well, yeah, so see, this is the thought that I had the other day. I thought, I thought, oof, I was at work, oof. some Bickies in a little tub on the table. I was like, mm, I could go with a, you know, Anzac with like the slightly soft center. I thought I could go on Anzac Bickie right here. So I, I reached down. I'm going to give you this mm. blow by blow because I really want to stretch this out for the yep. people. I reached down. I grabbed 
said Anzac Bicky, bit into it, and I was disgusted. Just, ah. It was a ginger nut. One of them ginger bloody, a oh, butternut, a butternut crunch thing. Yeah, right. The ones you get out of the Arnott's packs. Oh. And I mean, I love them. And they're one of my all-time favourite bickies. But on that particular day, I wasn't after a butternut (laughs) butternut crunch. I just wanted a humble Anzac. Yeah. That's what we've... That's what the troops fought for. That's what we bloody fought for. (laughs) We didn't have people on the front line, you know, fighting for margarine and butter. We were there fighting for the... All right, this is kind of falling apart. But we were... The Anzacs were fighting. Yep. They ate bickies. They weren't eating bloody butternut crunch Correct. crisps things. And I was... They'd be turning. They'd be turning. <laughs> they would be. They would be. Um, but yeah, that was my um, that was my experience with uh, Anzac Day. Apart from that, it was a great day of commemoration and yeah. positivity. Went to a great service. But played yeah. The wrong so- you played the wrong song. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Played the wrong song. Played the poppy New Zealand national anthem. Thanks for reminding me. Um, people are still letting me know about that. That was a uh, that was a great. 2019 one. Anzac Day. Let's hope that there's a bit of improvement for you, mate. You know what? I might I might just chuck a drop in the middle of the middle of the national anthem. Just <laughs> wind it up before that sweet sweet second verse. It. Yeah. <laughs> Send it off to Diplo. Get him to give it a little spin. Uh, we are Saturday warmings with Tal and Caleb. Stick around. We're gonna and, wrap this up after this. Yeah, but we now we got a little something else for you. So stick around. You are on CN at 90.7 Saturday Warmings with Tal and Caleb. You just heard Alex Cameron, who... I don't know, Scanny, are you coming around, Alex Cameron? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Come Very Kieran J. Callanan vibes. Mm. I'm a big KJC fan. Oh, jeez. I'm a big AC fan. Yeah. Mm. Aircons are good. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, today's been fun, Scan. It's been great. We've chatted about a whole bunch of stuff. Chatted about stinky fruit. Chatted about... Got, we got serious for a little bit. We talked about pill testing at Groove in the Mood, yeah. which I'm about to jet off to... Well, I mean, I'm about to train off too. I wish I had the, <laughs> I had the funds to bloody afford a private jet to get me to groove in the moo. Uh, <laughs> but next week, and this is what we're kind of thinking for the season. It, we, we, we've taken a bit of a slow start, but we next week we're gonna bring we're gonna bring Saturday to you, the people, and yeah. we are gonna choose during the week. We're gonna choose a venue, and we're gonna take you there. Whether that's maybe the footy field down down the local footy footy club. Might take you to the, the work site. You might be doing a few cashies yeah. on a Saturday morning. And if you are doing cashies, hit us up. Uh, if they keep still going after 11 and uh, <laughs> got some labour in, get us into it. <laughs> we need money. <laughs> Labourers. We sin lets us do this show, but really this is just a plea for a plea for fun. This is advertising for us. <laughs> we're not allowed to... We're not allowed to mention, young lads that they want work. <laughs> we're not allowed to mention brands or ticket prices on air, but I can give you my BSB and account number if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, uh, check our socials, Saturday Warmings, uh, Facebook and Instagram, and I'll post my BSB and account number there, and you guys can... <laughs> I'll post my credit card, my... <laughs> no, dude, date, my dude that's not how it works. That's not how it works. You did this last season. <laughs> you did this last season. The show's funds were down <laughs> by the next week. Poor Caleb just doesn't quite get the way that, uh, the way that it functions sometimes. But like we said, we're going to take you to the work site... We're going to take you to the local cafe for brunch. Let's We're brainstorm. Going to... Yeah, let's do some different things. Let's, yeah, we'll, uh... we'll take you out and about. If you've got some ideas of where we could take you, mm. if you're feeling a little bit under the weather, we'll take you there. But it's been another great Saturday. We hope you've warmed up into it. So, Caleb, can you just sign off with how you say the word, you know, what day of the week we're in? It is Saturday war- warmings. Oh, mate. Uh, Emphasis on Saturday. Yeah. Because uh, we don't have time to say Saturday. Well, you got to get to groove in the mood. <laughs> well, you know what? 
I do. I don't. I don't have a lot of time, and I've got to get to Groove in the Mood. But I'll always make time to correctly pronunciate Saturday. You've been on Saturday warmings. With, Saturday mornings. You've been on Saturday warmings with Tal and Caleb. You're on Sydney ninety point seven. Check out the podcast. Check out our socials. We'll put up anything you might have missed there. Have a great weekend, and we hope that you are ready. Have a good one.